Hello and welcome to another episode of the Weird, Wacky and Wonderful Stories podcast with your hosts, Shelley and Bella. everybody and welcome to episode 97 of the weird wacky and wonderful stories podcast so we're going to be doing something a little bit different today aren't we we are going to be doing something different yes absolutely today we are not editing well you're not editing (laughs) i'm not editing why am i not editing because i've had a really really busy week and i just have not got the time so what you're hearing is raw unedited us you're going to hear fuck-ups and all. Nice. Yeah. So, this is definitely going to have the explicit rating. This will, yeah. <laughs> well, come on, if we're not editing it, we got no choice but to have an explicit rating, have we? True. So, so what's going to happen then? Well, okay, so, first of all, I wanted to say thank you to everybody who supported Tom through his show. Uh, Reminiscing with Tom has now come to an end oh that's too bad i'm so sad i really am honestly i really loved that that was such a it was almost like a connection with my grandfather we're not related to tom in any way but uh it just hearkened back to the memories i have of my grandfather telling me stories so yeah i really loved that show well we'll still be talking to him we talk to him yeah we do and uh we keep in touch with him probably well every week at least don't we we have some some conversation with him so uh yeah if you've got anything that you want to pass on to tom or you want us to pass on how much you enjoyed his shows then please let us know and we will pass that across to him and he listens to this as well so if you do leave a voicemail via our website www.weirdwackywonderful.co.uk then he will hear it anyway because we'll include it in the show right then so on with the show Yes, this isn't going to be a massively long one because, as I said, we're not editing it and uh, we have um, not really had a massive amount of time to do a lot of work on it this week. But That's because we're lazy. <laughs> it's not. It's because we're anything but, unfortunately. We've just been absolutely flat out. But what we are going to talk about is glitches in the matrix. The whole idea that Maybe we're living in some kind of simulation or some kind of alternate reality that is different from what we perceive it to be in our everyday life. It's interesting talking about the Matrix, isn't it? Because it, it that was out so long ago now. The, the Matrix, I think, revolutionized science fiction in, in a way that, that suddenly added this new excuse the pun, dimension in that we uh-huh. could be living in this in this fictional reality i was i was reading something the other day regarding this and you have to excuse me because i'm totally going to botch it but the imagine this for instance at the moment we've got virtual virtual reality yeah and virtual reality itself is becoming more and more in depth isn't it it's becoming more and more lifelike mm-hmm. you now have people who stick these these things on and 
they will have uh, they'll look at their arm for instance with this virtual reality stuff coming on there'll be a spider walking up their arm and they will shit themselves the oculus rift is actually yeah. one of their their things that's actually built into the system apparently and you know um even on like steam now there are virtual reality games that you can get off of steam really? so yeah yeah i saw a couple of them the other day when i was bored and just kind of Scrolling through. Well, really, I was trying to figure out how to get rid of some things on my menu, and I came across it by accident. But so, hang on a minute. There's me being rushed off my feet, so I haven't had time to do anything regarding the podcast or get it edited or whatever. And you're chilling out with Steam, looking at virtual reality stuff. Yeah. See how it goes, guys. See how it goes. <laughs> anyway, so my point is, is that the virtual reality and everything is becoming or is going to get to a stage where it's almost indistinguishable from everyday life. Okay, graphics are going to be better. The whole character creation is going to be more in-depth. Sound, the augmented reality that you're going to have, so um, smells, touch, and everything. So it doesn't stretch the imagination too far to think that eventually, if you look at, maybe 100 years down the line, we might have a simulation created on computers that is almost identical to or indistinguishable from everyday life. Wonder, wonder if that would help people that are afraid to go outside. Possibly. You know, to, yeah, to yeah. be able to have more of a social experience than they do now. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. already using virtual reality in mental health care aren't they i remember us talking about that before yeah vaguely i remember that but no i I mean it is an interesting concept but what really sucks is that if this is all fake i don't like this game well hang on a minute because i haven't got to that bit yet so you've got this this reality that can exist in a computer system but then maybe they're also looking at ai they're looking at the fact that a computer system can learn machine learning. It can learn and it can adapt. So, theoretically, you could then have a character within this simulation that then almost believes that it is really living in that simulation. Otherwise, if it knows it's just a character, it's not a real simulation, is it? It has to believe that it lives within that environment. So then if that if that character then was to have offspring, maybe consciousness is included it's, or some element of synthetic consciousness is created within this within this software. So are we talking about the computer we're thinking about, that it's in this? We're talking about the character within the computer program that's running on the computer. The character running within the program is is using machine learning and therefore adapting to its environment and believing it's part of that environment because it has to adapt to it. Okay. Yeah, it has to interact with it, so it has to believe it's part of it, that it's directly affected by whatever's going on in that environment. Yeah? Right. So if you can imagine then in 100 years' time or so when you've got games or software available that can do that, then imagine how many people have got computers... And therefore, imagine how many people that could be playing these games, and therefore, imagine how many characters could be included within those games. Mm. Okay? And all of those characters believe that they are living in that reality within the game. Now, statisticians have said, okay, let's put ourselves in that position and say that you've got 
what, 30 million people or whatever it is in the country. Let's say 50% of those people have this game because it's the new thing. So you've got 15 million people all with these games, all then with the X amount of characters within that game, all of those characters believing that they are real entities, okay, that they're real people. 15 million times however many characters. Mm-hmm. Let's say each game had three characters. So you've got 45 million characters just in this country that all believe that they are real human beings, but they're not. They're in that. Now, there's only one actual reality that's ours. That's the one we apparently live in now. Yeah, that's now what they would want you got, to say. <laughs> no, Okay, but now you've got a 45 million to one chance that you are in the one reality that actually exists. And when you start to look at numbers like that, that there is only one reality, but each computer within this game can have X amount of realities that are believable to the characters within them, it makes you then suddenly think that the odds of actually being that one entity that is really alive, that is really in the real reality is minuscule. The chances of being that one in that one reality. And so let's look, let's imagine now that actually this technology was developed 500 years ago and we are actually one of those characters in the simulation. We could be on some alien's computer. Exactly, and that's my point. We could be. And there are lots of different stories that have gone around the internet all over the place of people that are noticing these glitches in the Matrix, as they're calling them. Okay. I've got some examples. I went on to Reddit. Now, Reddit is absolutely amazing for things like this, and I will share a link to this particular page that I looked at. I'm not going to read out every story on there because there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, but this there's some really cool ones. So this one, I suppose, is one of my favourites. So the person says, first time posting here, uh, here goes. I went grocery shopping today at the supermarket. I went... I went to one that didn't have a very important ingredient that I needed for dinner. So once I bought the rest of the stuff there, I drove to another supermarket down the road. As I walked towards the aisle that I needed, I saw an older man looking at me, probably around 65 years old. And then they go on to say that they're actually 26 for reference. Okay, so this person's, you know, almost three times their age. Anyway, I looked at him briefly and immediately thought that he looked like a much older version of my husband, who's 30. Anyway, I didn't think much of it and began walking down the aisle. As I got to the ingredient I was after, there was another woman standing in exactly the same spot. She had blonde hair, was exactly my height, and looked like an older version of me. Again, about 65. Then I noticed that we had exactly the same handbag. It's a Louis Vuitton handbag that was given to me by an aunt I'm very close to. The woman looked at me, and I swear to you, she slightly smirked before walking away. I stared at her back as she walked away, before I heard a voice behind me call out my name. 
I turned and it was the old man who looked like my husband. Then I looked towards the woman and she started walking toward him. We had the same name, same bag and looked so similar, albeit the age gap. And the most bizarre experience, I can't understand what happened. Could it be possible that I encountered an older version of myself and my husband? And what does this mean? Well, it means they're still married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would actually take some really good solace in that because yeah. I would think she hadn't killed me yet. <laughs> yeah. But could that have been a glitch in the Matrix? Well, I, I suppose this is a bit different but similar because of the whole deja vu thing, isn't it? Like that you feel like you've done something before, you know. I would experience... Yeah, it would explain deja vu, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, it would certainly sort of fall into the same thing, but... It would explain why I'm not going to get an Indian headdress. Uh Uh-huh. Fucking funny. (laughs) I've got to tell you guys about this. So Bella is well known within this household for talking shit. Yeah, I'm well known in this household. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) No, I mean, you know... That's my claim to fame right there. (laughs) No, well known in this household, I mean, for talking shit when you're sleeping. Good, good thing you added that little bit in there. Yeah, because the other morning I got up for work and Bella was still chugging out the Z's. Mm-hmm. And um, she, when I walked back into the room to grab something to take downstairs, uh, she said, I ordered you an Indian headdress. <laughs> You don't do a very good imitation of me. <laughs> to me, it sounds perfect. Mm, yeah, well, that's what I that's hear. That's your reality. That's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what that. I'm still waiting for it, though. By the way, but uh, there's another one here uh, entitled "The Phone Call," and it's we purchased a condo on Lake Michigan. Oh, I'm so th- I'm so glad that was condo and not condom. Because that's what I was thinking. We purchased a condom on Lake Michigan. (laughs) Uh, My husband uh, was moving in and I was downstate three hours away, still packing boxes. Hubby and I both had iPhones at the time. It was 2012. I called husband. I like the way she just says I called husband. Mm -hmm. She's not going to ever tell us his name. Um, I called husband's um, husband to see how things were going. During my call with him... I had another call beep in on my phone, and it was my husband's cell phone number. I jokingly told number one husband he was calling me on another line, so I put him on hold and took the call. It was indeed my husband. He said he was on his way home, and did I have a plan for dinner? I said, where are you? He said, in town. I can grab something if you want. I said, just a minute, and went back to first hubby and told him what was going on. He said he could hear our conversation and went back to first... uh, Sorry. He said he could hear our conversation and heard his voice. I went back to second hubby, but he was gone. The phone registered both numbers at the same time, with the second one disconnecting while I was talking to first hubby about the conversation with second hubby. It's now 2021 and I can't shake that call. It was weird. Yeah, that is weird. So The fact that he could hear it as well. Yeah, how would he hear it if she put him on hold anyway? So, 
It's, it is weird. The whole thing is weird. I'd be really pissed off because my husband hung up on me, but, you know, that's just me. Her other husband hung up on her. You would love to have two husbands running around after you. Like fuck. No, I wouldn't. I have a husband and a son who run around after me. That's fine. I like it like that. <coughs> Enough trouble being able to, 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 to keep you happy. I don't need another one. <laughs> uh, I really didn't expect you to say that. I thought that I was going to get some kind of... Praise? Yeah. Yeah, no, not from here. Oh, I would love to have two of you loving on me at the same time. Yeah, no, nothing no, like that. See, that would be in your head because you're a guy. So you would automatically kind of go there and think threesome, wouldn't you? No, that wasn't uh, what I was thinking, actually. That, uh, was, that wasn't what I was thinking, actually. How many of y'all thought that that's what he was thinking? No, no, I didn't uh, mean... Uh, why I, are I you blushing? I, I am. <laughs> I didn't mean loving on you like that. Uh -huh. I, meant, I meant, like, doing things for you, like, like kind of like... You know, running after you and doing um, stuff because you sure you don't want to edit this later? And no, 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 we're good. I, I know, I know uh, what it meant. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you and the horse you're riding on. <laughs> I couldn't ride in on a horse unless you could swim. You couldn't ride in on a horse anyway with your hip. Jeez, you know, the horse would have to. You know, like camels do, where they get down low. <laughs> That's what a horse would have to do for you to get on. It'd have to like be. Totally no, well, prone. you're one to talk. We got matching hip. Hip pain. I know. I don't know what... I was telling my mates about that this morning, right? And they reckon that I've got sympathy hip pain. They don't even reckon it's real hip pain. I'm, and I mean... It's, yeah, okay. I can see I'm that. I'm too young to get hip pain. No, I was younger than you when it started. Mm. Move on, because... Yeah, just move on. Limp on. I'll limp on. What else have we got? So, we've got another one here. This is called self-tightening screws and i've kind of given it away a bit there really but this guy's an electrician he was fitting electrical side of a solar panel in a new build and in a school uh he said i was fitting the generation meter and it was a three-phase system and it had connection points called l1 l2 and l3 and a neutral each point had an in and out connection that connects to the inverter and the electricity board with two bolts on each yep lost it me at the beginning but go ahead okay in total, I had 16 bolts to loosen off before mounting it to the wall. I knelt on the floor, one by one loosened the bolts. I know I did this as halfway through, I dropped my screwdriver. Point one, I don't, you don't use a screwdriver to release a bolt, just saying. But anyway, um, it rolled out of reach, so I had to get up and reach over to retrieve it, uh, which was mildly annoying. Finished unscrewing the bolts and carried it over to the wall, put it down on the floor picked up the screws that I was using to mount it and got my drill ready. When I picked up the meter again, it had all... Uh, when I picked up the meter again, all 16 bolts had been re-tightened back up. It was as if I hadn't done it. I was alone in the electrical cupboard. I could have understood maybe one or two being missed or something like that, but every single one was tight. I sat totally confused for about five minutes, then had to loosen all 16 bolts back off again. I thought maybe someone was messing with me, but they would have had about 30 seconds to sneak into the cupboard, grab the meter from my side, tighten all 16 bolts, return it to my side, and escape without making any noise or being seen, all for what would have been a very tedious prank. Months later, I still think about it. 
All right. So, number one. Yeah. Maybe he just doesn't remember doing it and he actually did it. So, he's he's missing it. He he turned him back up. Yeah. So, he's missing a bit of time there, right? Or there could be a ghost who decided to tighten the screws because they can do whatever they want, can't they? They could tighten all 16 and 30 seconds, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or it's an alternate reality. Yeah? Yeah. So what else can we say that it was? Well, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. If you... I mean, those are the three things that I can think of. There are certain things that can make bolts tighter, like changes in temperature... Uh, you know, but not in thirty seconds. But not in thirty seconds. That was going to be my point. So I don't know environmentally what could have done it. Maybe he fell asleep and he just didn't realize that that happens to you all the time. It does. That <laughs> does happen to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he can. He can be in bed snoring his ass off for a half an hour and then wake up and go, I'm, "I can't sleep." Or I I I'm I'm so tired, uh, and I'll say, oh well, you've been asleep. Uh, well, you used to argue with me. Now you don't. You just kind of leave it. But yeah, you used no to argue. argue no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Or or so usually I edit I edit all your bitching out, it, uh, but people are getting <laughs> to hear it now. <laughs> oh, and have sympathy for who? <laughs> me. You wish. They're on my side. I know that. Oh, you think? Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, talking about that, I do have an apology to make on air because (laughs) we were talking about that print thing on the last episode. You know that print thing that you have in school? Yeah. Yeah. I have had so many freaking people respond to me on social media saying that they remember exactly what you're talking about. Right. So whose side are they on? Uh, yours. <laughs> yours. Um, ev- uh, everyone that's responded was American, I believe, or from certainly <laughs> US, Canada. Um, yeah, those areas. Uh, I'm not aware of anyone that's responded to my recollection from the UK who can remember it. So it may have just been really popular over there and maybe not as popular here. I don't know. I just know. It, yeah, I, I do, just know that it was a I, thing. I have said to several of the people that have responded that I will apologise profusely on air that you were right, apparently, mm. and you weren't in some alternate reality. <laughs> uh, I've got one here. So um, this person says, "So there've been a handful of instances during my lifetime that I can't explain: rings and clothes moving locations." <laughs> <laughs> my asshole used to be there. <laughs> Where's my asshole gone? It's on your hip. Um, but the car, it really puzzles me. So in 2009, I'll say that again. So in 2009, I bought a brand new car. Prior to the event, I noticed needle sized deep scrapes in the back of the steering wheel. I checked my keys to see if there was anything that was going that had caused it. There wasn't. For a few weeks, I could feel the seatbelt tugging, the part that goes across the waist. Right, let's get into it. I drove to my parents' house and parallel parked into the spot. I got out, locked the car, saw my dad in the front room, 
and we waved at each other. I went in and chilled for about an hour. I said goodbye to my dad, and when I went out onto the road, the car isn't there. I panic and start shouting that my car's been stolen. My dad hears me and comes out. He noticed that the car was in his new neighbour's driveway, which is located two doors down. I don't ever park my car in my parents' drive, and I 100% didn't park it there. My dad confirmed that he saw me get out of the car and come straight into the house. I went to my car and checked it. The door is locked, the handbrake is up, my spare key was safely locked in my safe, and I had my keys on me. I was shaken and confused, but got in and moved the car back to the road. My next-door neighbour has CCTV, so I went and asked if I could look. He was happy to help. The cameras show me pulling up, waving, and entering the house. You can see the car parked. I left the house at around 11.20, and as we watched the footage and it approached this time, the screens went blank. My neighbour tried everything but couldn't get the footage back. It had wiped from the system. He was so confused. I should add my partner was there too. To this day, it puzzles me. Hmm. Interesting. That is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, but again, it it still presents you with the same three things, doesn't it? That she's not remembering things correctly. That well, we don't know it's a she, first of all. Let's have a look. Um, there's no name on it, so I don't know. Well, okay, that the, they aren't remembering correctly. Oh, there is a name on it. Person, apparently, the person's name is Yu Onion. Nice. So, again, that they're not remembering it correctly, that it could be a ghost, which is energy which could cause electronics to get all messed up, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, things bleeding through a little bit from, from somewhere else. Yeah. Well, Same sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know when you're playing on the computer sometimes and you have a bit of lag? Mm-hmm. You know? And everyone else has continued to play the game and they're still fine, but you've lagged a little bit. And, yeah, so, and you're stuck running in place or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be something like that. It could be that... You know whether we're in whether we're in a simulation or not. I mean, to put that to one side. Is consciousness software? Are, are we running software? You know. Well, I mean, Hardware I think is our brain. I think is to... what we are. Is consciousness there for our software? And if so, is it capable of glitching? And if consciousness is connected, which a lot of people believe, which is why you have people that can be telepathic or people that can have premonitions about other people, consciousness, consciousness may well be linked. And if it's linked, can that overall link break down at some point and therefore we have some kind of... Yeah, like of when the hard lag. drive breaks, now they got to get a new one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, but I, like I said, if, if, if we are in some sort of simulation, I mean, I, I said I don't like this game, but that's not necessarily true because it could be worse. We could be stuck in like World of Warcraft or something like that where, you know, your your world is full of monsters. Oh, but that's interesting. So maybe somebody that's um, has some sort of um, uh, 
mental illness, say schizophrenia, right? I wonder, could that be... Maybe they're seeing... The other reality. Yeah, having, you know, so... And autistic people as well. You know, people who are autistic seem to be able to have a much better um, handle, or, or some people anyway, on the complex certain complexities of, you know, the world, like numbers and, and everything like that. And you're reading this book at the moment, aren't you, which you, you were telling me about. Um, tell, tell the guys a, a, a rough sort of idea of what this book is and, and see if you can... Do you know the name of it or anything? No? I can't remember. I'm in the middle of reading something else now. But I know what you're talking about. Yes, it was a Dean Koontz book. And it was about um, these dogs who had human intelligence. But they also were able to connect to each other through this sort of, I can't remember what they called it. Like a telepathic link. But they were all linked telepathically. And then, uh, anyway, long story short, the the dog goes and hooks up with this kid who's autistic. And all of a sudden, he's able to be on this wire. And, and, these, and the dogs don't know why that is. But they know that something is changing. But again, so he finds this autistic boy. And, and the, the boy is communicating with the dogs and, and the dogs back and forth. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's almost as if there's this interconnectivity which shouldn't exist. But um, and I know it's only a story and I know it's only fiction, but my point is is that it still makes you wonder whether some of these things that we are, that, that medicine calls, you know, a, a, a problem, for instance, or... or um, you know, may sorry. not actually be a problem in the sense of a a real problem. It might just be, like you said, an, a link into another reality that that maybe we have the problem because we don't have that link. Mm. Well, I was just thinking, you know, that if you take it a little bit further, and this and this is serious sort of contemplation because I'm I'm definitely not picking on anybody or. You know, um, but what about like dementia patients and and things like that? Are you know they, they remember things from years and years ago, yeah, really vividly, but not stuff from the present. Is that maybe because you know? I mean, you could take that a little further and kind of think about it, couldn't you? Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't know what you mean by the fact you're not trying to offend anybody because that's mm. been your work for the last it, goodness knows how long. Is is actually. Yeah. You know, treating these people. So you know, I, I I understand. Even if anyone else doesn't, I understand that what you're saying is through the care of these people and the love of yeah. these people. Rather it than- only just occurred to me that you know, I mean, they they say that they are able to see and the differences and changes in somebody's brain who have these, you know, illnesses and stuff. But if your brain is software. Well, the brain would be hardware. Hardware, the, the, yeah. Yeah, the thoughts and the consciousness would be the software, the way I'm kind of interpreting it anyway. Yeah. But I'm just saying, um, I, I, it's inter- see, this is how we go off on these tangents, and this is the sort of stuff that most people don't hear because we kind of bat it around between ourselves rather than... Yeah, you know. and maybe we should do more of this so that people yeah. actually, you know, get a 
you know, an unedited version of, of the shit that we actually spout. Oh, God, um, yeah, no, right? God help y'all. <laughs> I know. There's another one here. So it says, uh, hey, all, so this is something that happened to me a few minutes ago, and it's the first time it's ever happened to me. Me and my family are travelling a few hours to a harbour to go fishing, and it's far out into the boonies, farmland with scattered houses. We passed through a very small town, You can tell these buildings are very early 1900s and they haven't been restored since. As we drove through the town, I looked into the window of a small store randomly for a solid five seconds and I saw, in the reflection, a a blue Model A in the window. I looked on the street where the car should be and in its place was a Honda. This is no joke. What the hell was that a blip in time? So he's seeing an old car... In the reflection, but opposite it is a new Honda. Hmm. That's pretty weird. That is weird, isn't it? Yeah, I can't even. No, I'm. I'm trying to kind of. <laughs> I'm trying to kind of like get my head around that. But I think that's probably. You know, when your eyes deceive you like that, when you're actually there and. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that maybe there was a a film on the on the window. I, I don't mean a film as in like a movie. I'm mm-hmm. talking about uh, like an acetate picture of of you know a car that he was able to see through into the shop, but it looked like a reflection from the other side. That's the only that's the only logical explanation I can give to. No, what... I don't even see that as really being a logical explanation because. Oh fuck you then. Well, I'm just saying, and also just to backtrack a second, his eyes didn't deceive him. I mean, if that's really what was going on, then his eyes didn't deceive no, him. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is that you know you'd look at it and you, you know, if you're seeing something that you can't explain then, yeah, you would think your eyes were deceiving you. Well, he said that happened to him just a few minutes before he kind of wrote this. And so it's a shame that a lot of these stories are are kind of maybe older or out of date kind of thing. But it would be interesting to hear from somebody who... Well, actually, this one now that I'm about to read was four days ago. All right, okay. So um, this is says, this happened to me today. I was watching TV, sat on my couch. I went back to picking something up and then kind of just froze. Instead of seeing what was right in front of me, it was like my eyes were glitching out. It looked like instead of my normal vision, my eyes were just TV static. It looked like there were colours just flying by as if it was going at the speed of light past a rainbow. The sound of my TV stopped and it was like the world froze. It felt like I was disconnected from the world for a second. Then it just went away. Kind of like when you turn off an old TV. It kind of flashed and it went back to my regular eyesight. I was thinking maybe it was a reflection on my glasses, but nothing like this has ever happened before. Has anyone ever experienced anything like this? It sort of freaked me out. It's like our satellite dish when the... Yeah, when the, the, when the picture gets all pixelated and stuck, you the, know. And- yeah, there's an edit after that, and he says, "Thank you to everyone concerned. I saw a few of you talk about migraines, mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. that may be the cause of it. I have had chronic, I've had chronic migraines since I was little, so thinking that maybe that caused it. I was I was about to say that I wonder whether that was a neurological thing rather than yeah, that a glitch, yeah." Although migraines, that would be, 
could explain it. I always have, when I get migraines, they always used to be a headache, right? And then, um, but I guess I, I guess in the last year or two, I started to have these, these uh, issues where I can be looking at something and I will see, like, the background light gets super bright, you know, so, like, the regular lights in the room will get super bright. But then in my eyes, I just see loads and loads of colors. Mm. And it doesn't seem to, like, if I turn my head, it, it it's almost like it follows after I actually turn, you know. Man, the so- only time I've had that kind of thing is, like, when I'm about to, like, faint. Mm. You know, I used to suffer a lot when I was a kid with, if I got hot, I would just pass out. Um, right up until the age of probably about 12. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, I, it was as if my body just didn't have the, the correct wiring to, to regulate my temperature correctly. And I would just pass out. And I've done it in shops and everything with my parents and just fall down. But I can always remember that everything goes yellow. And then, like you said, your vision, your head will turn and the vision will catch up your, or the movement will catch up. Mm. And then well, you wake up. Yeah, the, the, this is very strange because I, I I could cover one eye and not and it wouldn't be there. I could cover the other eye and it wouldn't be there. But if I had both of my eyes open at the same time, that's what I kind of would see. Mm. But anyway, it seems not to um, have happened to me now that I'm like old. Uh, no, awake. No. Now that I'm in the house a lot more. Ah, right, okay. Right? Um, it used to happen a lot at work um, for, for whatever reason, but it doesn't seem to. But anyway, whoever this person is, it probably is a good idea to maybe at least speak to the doctor. Yeah. You know, just yeah, because. Yeah, especially if it happens often. Yeah, I mean, if it continues to happen, because it is it is a fine line between could there's could there be something wrong or mm. is it just a weird coincidence? But I do think it's important to mention. So this person posted this three days ago, and this will be the last one that I'm going to read out. Um, it says that uh, it really doesn't make sense and they're not sure what to make of it. Basically, they've worn the same ring on their thumb since they were 12 or 13. And they say, it's super special to me and I plan on wearing it for the rest of my life. <laughs> a couple of days ago, I realised it wasn't on my thumb. I went crazy looking for it because, like I said, it's special to me and I never, in capitals, take it off, ever. I shower with it on and there's no way it could have slipped off because it's always on my thumb tight. It made me super sad for a couple of days to think that I would never see my ring again. <laughs> Stop it. Every time I say ring, you chuckle. Um, But I forced myself to move on. I had genuinely accepted the fact that it would not be returning. Until two days ago. I was going to pee. (laughs) Okay, until I haven't read this yet. I was going to pee and something told me to look at my thumb. There was the ring sitting on top of another ring that I had previously used to replace it. I now had two rings on my thumb. One being a shitty ring. <laughs> I swear to you. I swear to you that's what it says. One being a shitty ring I used to replace because I'm so used to a ring being on my 
one. <laughs> and the other one being my long lost ring. <laughs> I don't even know how this makes sense. I'm 100% positive I did not put the ring back on my finger. I would have remembered because I'd been looking for it like a maniac for days. So, yeah, I'm going to question it too. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I'm not going to question it too much. In my opinion, this ring is meant to be with me. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why it came back. Um, Yeah. You know, just... Just for future reference, we should reiterate again <laughs> that a ring here <laughs> is 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 a bunghole. <laughs> is an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not only that, you know. No, no, no. But, I mean, yeah, you, but, you've got a wedding ring, you know. But who, also, who is this person? I just don't want them to. If by some love stitches, the if, if by some weird coincidence, because you know who knows that that they listen to us. We don't. I don't want them to think that. <laughs> no, it was the fact that they mentioned a shitty ring. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was the thing that really sent Bella over the edge. <laughs> Okay, then. Anyway, thank you very much for uh, spending some time with us. I'm sorry that this wasn't as uh, polished as maybe an episode usually is, but I don't know. Let us know if you prefer it in this format, if you prefer us to just, when it is just us two, because obviously we're still doing the interviews and everything else, but when it is just us two, if you prefer it just being like this and just us two unedited, then we'll continue to do so. Uh, But we'll need your feedback to decide which way to go on that. You can give us your feedback via our email address, which is mail at weirdwackywonderful.co.uk, or by any number of different social media methods, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And also, you can leave a voicemail on our website, which is www.weirdwackywonderful.co.uk. Woohoo! All done now, aren't we? All done, yes. Right, well, let us say goodbye. Wait! Wait, wait, wait. So, so what does he do on the one pointless? <laughs> he goes, so it's goodbye for me. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hate that every time he does I that. Know, I know. I know. Why, why can't he just say bye? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's goodbye for me. Bye. Okay, whatever. Anyway, off we go. Okay, so it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting you to say, and it's goodbye from me, but you didn't. No, I already said it. You're, right, you're, okay. you're behind the times. Anyway, right. just don't forget about us and always stay weird, weird wacky, wacky, and, and wonderful. wonderful. Unedited. Awesome. Poor people. <laughs>